Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. The first reading today comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. And the topic is giving ourselves what we deserve. I worked at a good job making a decent salary. I had been recovering for years. Each morning I got into my car and I thanked God for the car. The heater didn't work. And the chance of the car not starting was almost as great as the chance that it would. I just kept suffering through and thanking God. One day, it occurred to me that there was absolutely no good reason I couldn't buy myself a new car. That moment, if I wanted one, I had been gratituding myself into unnecessary deprivation and martyrdom. I bought the new car that day, Anonymous. Oh my God, that hit me really hard. You know, it's just like one of those things where uh, guilty sometimes for the gifts or guilty for, you know, certain things coming easy, you know, at the same time experiencing shame over really being human, like being oversleep. But man, that line about I had been gratituding myself into unnecessary deprivation and martyrdom is just like too, you know, I remember years ago, and again, the problem is I didn't know what the problem is, uh, you know, to echo something that I heard and somebody just said, Quant, you just need to own it. And I mean, that was 2014, 2015. And uh, I remember, um, you know, I was in a relationship and, uh, you know, somewhat codependent, I would say. And I just remember telling the girl, I said, you make me think that I'm able to do the things that I'm capable of doing. And she said, for most people, that's flying. And, um, you know, this unnecessary deprivation and martyrdom or, oh, uh, I'm not going to buy... like a really expensive tennis racket till I get to a certain level. I mean, what is the point of this stuff? These are things that no longer serve. And, you know, martyrdom and deprivation are are issues. Back to the reading. Wow, what a passage to start off with. Often our instinctive reaction to something we want or need is, no, I can't afford it. The question we can learn to ask ourselves is, but can I? Many of us have learned to habitually deprive ourselves of anything we might want and often things we need. Sometimes we can misuse the concept of gratitude to keep ourselves unnecessarily deprived. Gratitude for what we have is an important recovery concept. So is believing we deserve the best and making an effort to stop depriving ourselves and start treating ourselves well. There is nothing wrong with buying ourselves what we want when we can afford to do that. Learn to trust and listen to yourself about what you want. There's nothing wrong with buying yourself a treat, buying yourself something new. There are times when it is good to wait. There are times when we legitimately cannot afford a luxury. But there are many times when we can. Today, I will combine the principles of gratitude for what I have with the belief that I deserve the best. If there is no good reason to deprive myself, I won't. Wow, that's, uh, I love that reading. That was one of my favorite ones I've read. Uh, Right up there with, uh, I think, in late November, Melody Beatty has one about, when in doubt, do a step, any step. The next topic, it's also from Languages of Letting Go, and the topic is learning new behaviors. Sometimes we'll take a few steps backwards. That's okay, too. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's part of going forward. Life is a gentle teacher. She wants to help us learn. The lessons she wants to teach us are the ones we need to learn. Some say they are lessons we chose to learn before we were born. 
Others say they are lessons that were chosen for us. It's frustrating to be in the midst of learning. It is like sitting in algebra class, listening to a teacher explain a subject beyond our comprehension. I will add with the pressure from family for grades or from a culture. We do not understand, but the teacher takes the understanding for granted. It may feel like someone is torturing us with messages that we shall never understand. We strain and strain. We become angry, frustrated, confused. Finally, in despair, we turn away, deciding that that formula will never be available to our mind. Later, while taking a quiet walk, we break through. Quietly, the gift of understanding has reached that deepest place in us. We understand. We have learned. The next day in class, it's hard for us to imagine not knowing. It is hard to remember the frustration and confusion of those who have not yet caught on. It seems so easy. Now, life is a gentle teacher. She will keep repeating the lesson until we learn. It is okay to become frustrated, confused, angry. Sometimes it's okay to despair, like last night, for example, much better mood today. Then it is okay to walk away and allow the breakthrough to come. It shall. Help me remember that frustration and confusion usually precede growth. If my situation is challenging me, it is because I'm learning something new, rising to a higher level of understanding. Help me be grateful, even in my frustration, that life is an exciting progression of lessons. And I think you know, I, I'd experienced that despair, and it just seems like every time, as long as I ask for help, uh, that despair is, has been an opportunity to grow, uh, to become connected, uh, to become vulnerable. And, you know, only doing this reading today am I seeing what the gifts are. Um, and I just, I'm just really appreciative of Melody Beatty for, you know, illustrating that. Now we move on to ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is relapse. In ACA, we have stories of relapse and the importance of getting back to the program if relapse occurs. We may have thought that relapse was only for others with more serious, life-threatening addictions, not those of us in ACA. We had been abused. We were the ones in the right. If we let our character defects get out of hand once in a while, we were entitled, weren't we? That wasn't relapse. That wasn't even life-threatening. By taking an honest look at ourselves in the fourth step, we see that emotional relapse can be just as life-threatening as anything else. Wow, that is the truth. We realize how we may have relapsed when we've gone back to our family of origin too often, hoping things would be different. But instead, we watched them tear each other to shreds and found ourselves participating, even a little bit. Maybe we've ignored our screaming inner child as we practiced other self-harming behavior, ignoring our higher power in favor of our old compulsive self-reliance. Yeah, and I think that's the an, another part about this new realm, you know, uh, the material world versus the spiritual realm. And, and that self-reliance, doing it yourself, stra overly strategizing without uh, asking higher power or asking other people. Um, you know, they always say, you know, we're only as sick as our secrets. Um, and I, 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 so um, back to the reading. And one of the other things I do want to say about, you know, the first reading, uh, just a brief tangent, because that was just so powerful for me. It's like, I can afford <laughs> to eat more. 
um, a lot more than, and I never really grew out of that is one of the things that, I, you know, I learned from that reading. So thanks for letting me be vulnerable with that. Uh, back to the reading, seeing how susceptible we can be to relapse, just as those who deal with substance abuse, we become more vigilant, but not in the way of our childhood hypervigilance. This vigilance is an awareness of how awake we are. We're mindful about maintaining conscious contact with our inner child and our higher power through our daily inventory. We create the time and space we need to move forward on our journey, no longer abandoning ourselves. On this day, I will maintain daily contact with my inner child and my higher power to help me stay focused so that I avoid emotional relapse. Wow, another um, just unbelievably powerful reading. And I think what I got out of this is that last part, daily contact with my inner child and my higher power to help me stay focused so I, that I can avoid emotional relapse. And taking that emotional relapse seriously and seeing you know, if there's something can be done, not something to be shamed about, but life will get better you know, as, as long as, um, as long as I do the work. I mean, really, that's, in a nutshell, that's how it will be. And the final reading is, you know, a topic near and dear to me, as all of these are. Uh, it's The Inner Child, True Self, also from ACA's Strengthening My Recovery. During these years of family dysfunction, our inner child, or true self, went into hiding and remained heavily fortified under addictions or dependent behavior. Addictions or dependent behavior, waiting for someone to tell you to do something, for example. Before ACA, we might have heard about and even had glimpses of our inner child or true self, the part of us that hungers for the unconditional love and support we didn't receive in our families. This is the part of us that is most often buried pretty deep behind defense mechanisms and addictive behaviors that we thought were somehow protecting us from further harm. But in recovery, we learn the reasons why our true self went into hiding. It finally starts to make sense why that part of us can be elusive and hard to access on a regular basis. As we identify and release our childhood trauma, we come out from behind our addictions and self-destructive behaviors to make it safe for our inner child. We reparent ourselves and give ourselves what we didn't receive. We begin to blossom inside and make ourselves whole with the help of our higher power, our fellow travelers, and the tools of ACA. On this day, I will welcome and nurture my true self. With the support of my higher power and ACA, I am able to provide for myself the unconditional love I've always deserved. And that concludes a really powerful reading. Uh, thank you so much uh, for listening. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that is where God is, to love myself, to feel my feelings, to spend on myself because I can, and to connect with my higher power and my inner child on a daily basis so that I can avoid emotional relapse.